0: In this episode of The Ziggler Show, I'm back with Tommy Breedlove to talk about his habits for success in his life. Every guest I have on my podcast is here in great part because of their intentionality in life. But I've got to say, Tommy is one of the more intentional people I've known. And this is one of the more robust habit shows I think I've ever done. And for you guys, I also questioned him on some of the primary areas of struggle he sees amongst all the high-performing executive clientele he leads and walks with. The answers will surprise you, I think, such as him saying that across the board, a primary struggle, all the men he works with have are issues of self-confidence, self-esteem, self-respect, and self-love, even if they're worth hundreds of millions of dollars. That was the number two issue. The number one issue, well, you're going to hear that in just a minute. Another standout perspective Tommy shared is how we have it backwards. When you ask about priorities, most will say family, then work, then themselves. And he believes it's, well, one, it's a lie. And two, it's upside down. We need to put ourselves first, not selfishly, but if we don't have ourselves worked out, our family and our business are gonna suffer as a result. So strap yourself in. You will get some habits equipping right here. And I encourage you to check out Tommy's book Legendary at Amazon. And you can connect with them at TommyBreedLove.com. Welcome, everyone. I'm Kevin Miller. I host three podcasts where we have candid discussions regarding the root issues of personal change and growth. This is The Ziegler Show, a top-ranked all-time career podcast in Apple Podcasts. Our focus is growing your professional success. My Motive podcast is devoted to clarifying the reasons that drive you. And my True Life podcast is aimed at getting you fully functioning physically so your body doesn't hold you back. You can find all three shows in Apple Podcasts. Just search for Kevin Miller or go to my website, kevinmiller.co. Tommy, the way I most enjoy coming about this habits question is just saying, man, when you look at your day-to-day life right now, I mean, you can look historically, but things evolve. We always evolve. What are some of the specific habits and routines that you say, man, these are the anchors of my life?
1: I start, uh, thank you for that, Kevin. Great question. And to me, it begins and ends. And we talk about, you and I've talked about this at length about who I surround myself with. Mm. So at a minimum, two great conversations a day, most likely three I have two rules in life do the people i associate with make me happy and do they make me better and i'll give you an example right before we were on this this uh session together i talked to two men chris tuff and tim carroll and they both make me better and make me happy and that helps keep me grounded it helps keep me innovative it helps keep me moving in the direction and it helps also keep me humble So I'm very, very intentional about how many conversations I have with those people because we get lost in our days and our businesses and all the things that we do. But I'm very intentional every day about reaching out to certain individuals. I think a daily habit that I, you know, this sounds simple, but it's we've got to protect and defend the fort and the fort is our body. Um, and so a minimum of 30 minutes of exercising, uh, some people saying walking is not exercising. I think walking actually feeds my soul. It feeds my heart, it feeds my mind. And so I walk everywhere, but I also try to push my body for at least 30 minutes a day in some activity, Peloton mirror, weight lifting, trainer, whatever that is to keep my, keep the actual physical body going. Um, but most important to me is not just that. It's again, I, we talk about, we've got to protect and defend this for it's mental, emotional, and spiritual for me. And I used to do all of this early in the morning, but I found that if I mix it up during the day, it's better. So let me tell you what I do every Please. single day. I write down five to six things I'm grateful for, but I always include two of them to myself. And let me tell you, I'm a, an intention and action guy intention and action, intention and action. I don't, I believe intention without action is useless and action without intention is useless. Mm -hmm. And so for example, I'm working on certain things. And let me tell you what, let me tell you one thing I would, I wrote this morning. Thank you, Tommy, for being a loving present husband. So what I'm doing is giving myself some self-love, building that heart, you know, giving myself a little self-confidence, a little self-love us men, we struggle with that. But I'm also setting the intention to be more loving Mm -hmm. and present to my wife because I struggle with that. So that's something I'm struggling with right now. So not only do I write gratitudes, but I also write my intention. And so one of the things I write every single day as well, Kevin, is I am so grateful that good health, love, joy, patience, courage, peace, presence, money, wealth, and success flow easily, frequently, and abundantly to me. And so I'm writing down these intentions and these gratitudes. It helps keep me grounded. helps keep me there. Helps keep It uh, helps keep me in the moment, but it also helps me be in a place of abundance and not scarcity. I do a whole bunch of other things, but I want to stop talking just in case I'm, I'm losing you.
0: <laughs> no, it's just beautiful. I'm, I'm sitting here Typing uh to keep up with some of it. No, let me let me ask you some questions first off. Um you mentioned uh Chris Tuff, who people will remember I had him on actually this is Ziggle show. I had him on the Motive uh show, and we talked about he's the millennial whisperer, but talked about his own journey. I know he's one of your main guys. And uh and so you talked about somebody else. And I know you've got as we talked about in episode 891, you know, you've got these mastermind groups. I mean, you are connected with influential people, guys that you go deep with. But even with that, it sounds like you still have kind of a couple core buds.
1: I do. Okay. Uh, a couple of core guys. Um, and, you know, friendship is difficult. And I, I realized one day I was surrounded by hundreds, if not thousands of people, either on stage or podcast or just through the network but I was lonely brother. I mean, I have my wife who's always been the, the, the pillar and the Oak in our relationship, but I needed more. I needed true connection and uh, Chris Tuff and a few others. And it's, it's sad, but I I think we can only nurture so many relationships. I I, I really believe that because I feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. But for, you know, I would uh, for the friendships that I have, I hold them, the true friendships I have, I hold them sacred and I don't want anything from him and he doesn't want anything from me. Now we do a lot together, which makes it work because that's just the type of people we are, but every time, and so this is it, this is a little behind the curtain. You ready for this? Please. So. My love language is affirmation. I want to be told how important I am 24 hours a day. My lo- my wife cannot do that. It exhausts her. Right. Well, Chris Tuff's love language is affirmation, and his wife is not good at giving affirmation. So we call each other to be- build each other up, too. So that's a little behind the curtain as no,
0: well. No, I love it. I love it. Hey, it's good timing. So, Tommy, this this is... Uh, Ziegler episode 893 and Ziegler 890. Just a, a real quick story. I post questions on Facebook. That's part of some of the weekly shows. And I had posted one and then, you know, 24 hours, got like 40 comments in two days, you know, 80 comments. Now it's 150 comments or whatever, it, you know, basic question. I posted one asking, who do you have in your daily life? Not, you know, people out there in podcast land that are listening to, but who do they have in their daily life that's inspiring you. Tommy, I got one response. Wow. Yeah. And Tom Ziegler and I talked about that. And the what that belies is that we do not, as a culture, have anyone, for the most part, anyone in our lives, as you're talking about, to come alongside, to walk with us, to, to inspire us, encourage us, affirm us, whatever. We do not have that in our lives. So uh, to what you're saying, that is very... Uh, timely for folks. If you didn't listen to 890, I'd I'd say go listen to that. I want to ask you also about, you mentioned the morning and I'm interested in that because right now it's, I've never heard more content about you know, as Hal Elrod said, the miracle morning, everybody has their morning routine. They hold it sacred and, and all that. And yet I've also found myself saying, okay, but folks, the point is to do these things. If you can do them in the morning, it may be the best time, but my gosh, if you can't do it till 10 o'clock at night, when you sit down and journal and think about the time coming ahead, whenever be okay. Like I have permission to break out of this, you know, it has to be 5am as Robin Sharma says, or it has to be whatever. So I appreciate you saying that you have let yourself, what not be imprisoned prison to morning only.
1: Yeah. I found it being mechanical and I find my mornings precious. And sometimes I just like sitting on the back porch, having coffee with my dogs and wife and having a conversation and preparing the day that way. And it got so mechanical with my readings, my meditation, my prayers, my gratitudes. I don't want anything to be mechanical. I want to enjoy it. And what I found is when I spread it out throughout the day and night, and I also have started doing it with my team members with my family, and sometimes my clients is to uh, read the Daily Stoic, read Radical Wisdom, read 365 Dal. Let's write down a couple of gratitudes together. And I found when I mixed it through the day, presence peace of mind, patience, enjoyment, enjoying it, as opposed to, hey, this is a mechanical, I'm doing the reps to build my muscles. Mm -hmm. I found that I enjoy it more, my team enjoys it more, it makes us better, and it doesn't become so mechanical that I don't wanna do it. And so I, I, I try, I, I work really hard at mixing. Like I have stuff laying all over my house and that kind of drives my, my wife crazy, but I have books and journals and all that. And it's intentional so that I just pick it up and do it as I, I, I do it. And that's, that's something I work on.
0: I, I appreciate the term mechanical. I like that when I, when I find myself doing something by rote. I try to be aware of that and give myself permission because, again, it's so easy to look at, okay, what is the best formulaic routines for the day? It's this, 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 and we're going to do that every single day. Man, sometimes I just get tired of it. So uh, thank you for, for pulling tired
1: that Tired and don't want to do it. Yeah. And it was so funny. You mentioned Sharma, and he, he has written some amazing books. But there was one point me and some of our community were laughing. I mean, eventually some of these guys are going to say, don't sleep, just do a routine. Because it was 5 a.m., 4 a.m., 3 a.m. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't sleep. Don't breathe. Don't eat fast. That's right. why we, sometimes we, we feel like we're, we're getting into the business of pretty much selling nothing. Okay. Just yeah. nothing. Uh, yeah. But you know,
1: what's interesting about that is, you know, why we struggle with it, all of us, including Robin, is time. Yeah is we're trying to create time and none of us have that power right yeah. the most successful people on earth are the people who are struggling with the word busy is we don't have time and so i'm very intentional about not saying i'm going to do 90 minutes at 5 a.m every day because I, I i can't do mechanical i just simply can't do it i'll, I'll push back i'm also not a very good rule follower <laughs> And so for me, mixing it up and making it fun and including my clients, including my team members, including my family, um, it's weird. So I'm going to take it a step further. I know we're going a little little out. This is beautiful. What I love is when I love doing it the most is we were just talking about before we came on air is vacation. And I've found with some of the people that we go on vacation with, some of them are very close friends. Some of them are new friends and everything in between. But when they see me out in the mornings, just reading and writing or looking out at the ocean or the mountains about day three, they join me mm. and I always ask them, do you mind if I read you this, this passage? Cause I read these passages in these books every single day, this ancient wisdom that just feeds my soul. And I found that by the end of the vacation, they're all sitting next to me, waiting eagerly with their coffees or teas or water in the morning to do these routines with me. And when I do it in a community, it makes it so much more special.
0: Yes. Love the inspiration. Yeah, I mean, I find myself, as everything keeps speeding up, I'm in a time of feeling like slow motion. I want Mm. to be slow, slow down, slow down. Hey, you talked about... Don't we all want that? Don't we all want that? I think so. I mean, it's what I revere. I mean, if I see, you know, somebody like you or whatever, and it's just 100 miles a minute and and going forward, I just, it's not attractive anymore. It's just... It's just not, but I still have the propensity because like you, man, I'm, I'm driven. I want to produce. That's my, that's my default is produce. It has been my default is produce, produce, and I am trying to
1: rewire that default. And Kevin, you and I talked about this before coming on air as well. And I think this will just help people to hear this is in the pursuit of success and ambition. We thought we were simplifying our lives. With my business, my wife's business, we own lodges in the mountain. I mean, we've got a lot going on and we have become, and I hate this word, busy, not simple and complicated. And the whole point of all of that was to get less busy, less complicated. And so we are literally stepping away from all of it for three days and rediscussing what's important to us. How do we get more peace of mind, simplicity and less complication in our lives? We're literally doing a staycation this weekend to do just that.
0: I love it, man. I love it. You talked about some of the exercise body movement. I, I, I'm always curious. I think most people are these days when you see so many things out there on nutrition, diet and whatever, anything that you're adhering to following on the nutrition side.
1: I do the, um, uh, uh help me with the words where I only eat for eight hours a day is it intermediate fasting intermittent fasting. Yeah. So as we're speaking, I'm drinking a bulletproof coffee. Um, one of my doctor friends uh, gave me his recipe for bulletproof coffee and it's the, I do it in the morning. A I, I A love it so if anybody wants to email me i'll give you his recipe it tastes really really darn good okay if, gonna
0: you're, you, if you're you're going to say that email address what is it tommy uh
1: it, it email me tommy at tommybreedlove.com and i know i'm going to already get a million emails but it's easy to reply with what the recipe is tommy at tommybreedlove.com and it's let me tell you it is so good but it is an expensive cup of coffee so i'm going to warn you but what it does is it juices you up. It gets you present. It tastes really good. I'm drinking it as we're talking here. And so I do that in the morning. And on the nutrition side, I have to watch. So one of my struggles in life is I love to eat and I love me some craft beer. And so that doesn't bode well for your belly. And so, and I live in a very a place that two, two breweries are on my dog walk. <laughs> so for me, the intermediate fasting, watching the carbs, um, I love to eat. I don't want to limit anything I eat cause I enjoy it too much, but I do limit the carbs on a, on a regular basis. I do the intermittent fasting and I always do bulletproof coffee in the morning.
0: Got it. Hey, can I tell you? Uh, I, so I'm a foodie. I mean, it is one of my <laughs> greatest joys in life is making food, the process, eating food. So I didn't tell you this the other day when we were talking, I, I just, I'm just coming off of, uh, of COVID. Uh, mm. so I, I, uh, was not immune. That's actually the show we're doing next is about uh, Kevin got the coronavirus. And we're going to talk, uh, talk you through and me that. both, brother. And I have lost my, uh, taste and smell and it is, I'm struggling to not have it be one of the most devastating things to ever happen to me. I'm, 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 I'm watching myself as I'm on the fifth, sixth, seventh day, whatever I am of not being able to, to taste. And, and my buddy just said, Hey, I'm running by Starbucks. You want me to get some? Why waste the money? I can't taste it. What's the, what's the point? I'm hardly eating. And so I'm just, and it's amazing when you take away that joy, that pleasure. Mm. And I'm I'm struggling with it, dulling a lot of everything and having to back off. Okay. I still got the rest of life here. It's not, but it's amazing how much we get out of those pleasures so i appreciate you saying that because we're in this time period of everything that we talk about health-wise is limiting everything and i'm like man that doesn't
1: work that's not sustainable i want those pleasures. there's no fun there's There's so much there and i'm so with you first of all let me say thank you for sharing that kevin as someone who also had covid at one time in his life it will come back so give it time thank you um your taste and smell does come back but (laughs) it's so interesting there's so life is so tough right um it's not if life happens, it's when, from death to sickness to troubles to economic issues, political, social issues. Why not experience some joy? Now, I'm not one of these people to overindulge on everything, but if you like Ben & Jerry's, have you some Ben & Jerry's. Yeah. You like a good, uh, you know, eggs and bacon, have, you know, have some eggs and bacon. Enjoy. Find enjoyment in the small things and your life will be so much better. And then just trying to be so dogmatic and so perfect and so busy, we lose the joy in life. And for me and you, it sounds like food is that way.
0: It is. It is uh, amazing how much joy I get. <laughs> I get from. I get from food. So, uh, are you? Do you cook? Are you, are you a cook?
1: I, I, my, I, I have a, I have a few superpowers. My, one of my superpowers is not cooking. My friends would tell you I'm a good griller. Okay. I love grilling chicken and steaks and vegetables. And so I, I work really hard at being a good griller, Yeah, um, but I am not a good cook. My wife, who's a CFO of a major organization in this country is an amazing cook. She just doesn't take time to do it. So We have people cook for, and this sounds like first world problems and it is, we have people cook for us, whether it's a restaurant or others, um, but her superpower is cooking. I wish I, I wish I cooked more.
0: You are listening to the Ziegler show and this habits episode with Tommy Breedlove. Next, I asked Tommy about the habits he wants to employ in his life, but is most challenged to be consistent with. And again, I encourage you to check out Tommy's book, legendary at Amazon and connect with him further at Tommybreedlove.com. For anyone in sales, I encourage you to check out Reply. It's a sales automation platform that streamlines prospecting, helping you acquire new customers and grow revenue with minimum effort. Reply allows you to scale your lead generation while maintaining a personal touch with your multi-channel campaigns. You can eliminate routine manual tasks so you get to focus on value generating activities and increase your efficiency. By creating a sustainable lead generation flow that runs on autopilot, you can and save up to seven hours per week for each sales rep on manual follow-ups and campaign management. Imagine what you can get done in that amount of saved time and close 10% more deals. So you'll scale your outreach without sacrificing the quality of engagement. I actually wonder if the claim of seven hours is a bit stingy as aside from just task saving time, my experience is you gain even more time just with working smarter, having peace, knowing everything's nailed down. Sign up for a 14-day free trial, no credit card required, at reply.io. And for Ziggler Show listeners, get a one-time $100 discount for Reply with the code REPLYPOD when purchasing a paid plan. That's reply.io with the code REPLYPOD for $100 off a paid plan. <laughs> beauty, beauty. I got it. I got it. Hey, when you look, Tommy, at the you know, daily habits and the daily routines that you want to that you put value in. What are the ones where you have to give them affirmative action? They're a little more of a challenge. Like for me, exercise is, is fun. I, I got I to stop from exercising all day long. I don't need any affirmative. That's the easy one. I've got some other ones though, not so easy to come by.
1: I, I think the one that's difficult, the one that is easy for me is reading. If I got paid to read, it would be the greatest job ever because I love knowledge and wisdom. So that's the easy one for me. I'd say the two most difficult for me and they're the most powerful is exercise. And it's not that I don't enjoy it. I just don't prioritize it. So how I overcome that is through community through fun trainers, fun groups, uh, finding people to hold me accountable, but do it with me so I can have great conversations while I do it. So Mm. exercise is my challenge. My second biggest challenge is meditation. And for me, meditation is about being proactive and not reactive. It's about being present. And it's also about, it helps me tremendously with stress um, and it's the thing I probably need the most outside of exercise. So how I've overcome that as well, everything for me, and this is just me, I, this is opinion, not wisdom for me to help me do things. in my opinion for me, I need to have community around me. And so, uh, the person who runs my entire business, Lindsay loves to meditate. And so about 11 or 12 every day, I'm like, Lindsay, you want to do, you want to do a meditation? She's absolute. She literally drops everything she's doing. She comes sits down, she gets quiet and she's ready. And so for me to help overcome all of these things, whether it's a neighbor, a friend, a colleague, or even my wife is I, meditation and exercise are very difficult for me so I've made it a part of my community and made it a part of my fun and also time for 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 me to be around other people so that's what I've done
0: you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna deviate a little bit from my norm on this Tommy as you are a guy and I talked about this you know in the intro with uh, 891 the show we did together that I know a lot of what I know of you is through other people like Chris Tuff, like my dad Dan Miller uh, other influential people who have testified to the influence you've had on their lives? You, we talked a couple days ago with Michael Jr. about mastermind groups. You're now leading mastermind groups. And I'm going to take advantage of the fact that you do that and you do them specifically right now with men. As you look at these guys you are walking with, your peers with, your leader to, whatever. When you look at us, I'm going to say us, let's call call them aspiring men out there, people who, guys who are trying to, and this is going to relate to women as well, but I'm going to go ahead and take advantage of you specifically with guys right now. When you look at these habits for success that we would all look at and we would all recognize as good things, where do you see the primary challenge for guys in today's world who are out there succeeding overall, but where are they struggling with?
1: All right time to get real yeah this is that's a real question so i'm going to give you the absolute data-driven real answer okay you want it i do relationship with their significant other and their sex life a hundred percent not 99 percent, not 100 percent. because most of the people who are in masterminds and coaching they're driven they're ambitious they're, they're mostly successful or working on being successful um, I would say the number one struggle is in their relationship with their significant other and or their sex life, and it probably go hand in hand. And the second one, and this is going to be hard to hear, self confidence, self esteem, self love, and self respect. Even if they're worth hundreds of millions of dollars or zero dollars, self esteem, self respect, self love. Those are the two biggest areas. They come in when they, whether it's a mastermind or one-on-one coaching or the group programs that I run, they want more pad, power, more status to be better leaders and more respect and make more money. And by the way, we wanted to do all that without not a whole lot of time. That's what they want. But what they need is more intimacy, love and presence with their wife. They need a little more sex in their life. And I know that's a little, probably a little bit bold for this. And, and they also need a little more self-love, self-confidence, and self-respect. That's the truth. That's data. That's not opinion.
0: That's a big answer. It's a big um, answer.
1: And this is, this is over thousands of men. This is not me just saying one or two guys have come in this office. And this is, this is the data.
0: So when you look again at those daily habits and like we talked about with you, I'm going to assume that one of those because when we look at, you know, financial health, our personal health, relational health, our spiritual health. And we look at all these areas of health. The one that's not a surprise, though, that I would say you are what, what, what's what's belied by you saying that is the one that we tend to not make priority. It's not the most urgent. It's not the most pressing out there our habits, healthy habits towards our relational health, true? Absolutely.
1: It's, it's, we, you, you say, if I asked 10,000 men, what's their number one priority? 9,000 are going to say they're, they're, family. They're absolutely lying to themselves and their family. Yeah. They're a hundred percent lying because again, as men, we would crave respect, power, status, and to be seen, heard, loved, and valued. And we think we get that through money and fame and business. And the truth is, is we put our family and our relationship with our our significant other second. That's the truth. And we put ourselves third, and that's just total in reverse. We need to put ourselves first, our family and relationship second, our business third. And the business will come if you do one and two right. We've just got it backwards. Um, But we all and here's the thing, too, and this is going to hit home a little bit. It's really interesting to me that people are significantly different out in public than they are at home. And that's sad. And something I strive for in my life and strive for in my communities and my coaching life is to get these men to be the same person behind closed doors that they are in public. And that's just the truth.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting one for you, for you to say, Tommy, because as doing uh, podcasts, my family is privy to everything that I put out. Uh, not that they all sit and listen to my podcast. Some of them do, but they can listen to those. Uh, they're going to read what we put on social media. And now lately I've got one or two of my daughters working for me. And a lot of times they're literally sitting right here in my office. listening. man, I, I, sometimes they'll sit in here while I do this. And so what's coming out of my mouth man? they know the real thing. You talk about being on the hot seat.
1: Indeed. (laughs) It's like, Uh, can I, can I share something on that same note? Please. Um, You know, my team, uh, and we're growing quite significantly. Our team, it's so funny that you say that. I'm just going to pull up the the, the kimono and get naked for a second. I know when my chief person goes, you know, Tommy, we write and talk about rest. We just don't do it. I was like, Oh, that hit home, that hit home. That's, that's them calling me to the carpet, holding me accountable. And we need to walk the walk, just not talk the talk. Cause we looked up and it had been four weeks and we're running, we're running hard and the team's exhausted. The work's not as good. We're not getting along. And she called me out. Wow. And since then I, I gave everybody the entire week and I'm like, we need to rest. We need to reprioritize. Please get Let's get away from each other. And so it's good when we do that, And if we empower people and our friends, our family, our colleagues to to say, hey, you're not walking the walk, brother. And she did that. And it was one of the biggest things she ever did for me.
0: Well, it's incredibly humbling, even writing the book that I just submitted to the publisher, writing that and realizing how much real valuable knowledge exists in my head that I don't follow. And and there was at one point I I texted my wife while I was on this writing getaway. I said, man, I'm blown away by how much great stuff I know. And it's coming out in this book. It's going to help people. Doggone it. If it's amazing how much of this stuff I'm not doing that well. So, you know, I love that with my kids, with my family. And I hope with my audience, the ability to say, look, here is something that we see as a truth. It's pretty irrefutable. I am on the journey with you guys. I do not like, as Tommy Breedlove said, meditation, man, is is probably the least thing I ever, ever want to do at this time in my life.
1: Amen. And let's just be very candid and honest. Let's first of all, lighten up on ourselves. And so what I mean by that, if we were perfect and or immortal, this life would be super boring, super boring. And so it doesn't matter. I see guy uh i see guys picture behind you or tony robbins or robin or you me um your dad we're not perfect we're not immortal we have our struggles we have our fears we have our insecurities and honestly we have our blind spots but isn't it fun to work on those and try every day and i hate the word try or do every day uh, work at being a little bit better than we were yesterday isn't that cool
0: it is it is thank you um, thank you for that, man. This is, this is significant. I'm going to enjoy giving this out to guys to hear more on that. You know, and I, and I hear that time, you know what I do? I do want, I'm going to take advantage of you being here. When you say that here's the number one struggle, you cannot be, I mean, everybody can go buy your book, legendary. Um, not everybody can be in a mastermind, you know, with you as guys hear that if 10,000 guys right now hear that and go, yeah, You got any
1: resource you would recommend read everything. And now you don't have to read. I mean, with audible, with Kindle, with eBooks, read everything. The one thing that changed my life and I was very successful in a former business life, but extremely unhappy, unfulfilled and stressed out. The one thing that changed my life is I read everything I could get my hands on in business and self development and time management and leadership. And I still do to this day. There is so much wisdom out there and there's so many different flavors strawberry, chocolate, vanilla of that wisdom. And now with Audible or computers, they'll literally read it to you. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to turning on Netflix or Amazon or video games or even worse, social media, because we waste so much time on this technology, it's almost like we're always in theater, right? Mm-hmm. But that, that's theater. That's not real. But wisdom is real. Truth is real. And if you read and or listen to everything you put your hands on, can put your hands on 365 days from now, you will be 10x better than you were when you started
0: yep some guy said you're who you are and where you are because of what you put in your mind you can change who you are and where you are by what you put in your mind i think that was zig ziglar on it so uh
1: nothing and he was pretty happy and successful said
0: solomon said a long time ago nothing new under the sun man we got to go back i appreciate you talking about reading the stoic stuff i've got uh actually it's, it's some of the bathroom reading our at our house we've got uh, that one and then uh Gosh, what's the main? Uh, I don't know which book I've got by Aurelius. Um, uh, what is what is probably Meditations. Maybe so, yeah. But yeah. I, I agreed, agreed. All right, but well, hey.
1: Stoicism, Christianity, and Buddhism. What I found when I read the, the what I call the great uh, spiritual traditions and religions, and, you know, I, I identify more on the Christian side. But what you find is the more you read, they're they're all saying the same things with just different flavors. Isn't that beautiful?
0: You know, it's funny to use use that word identify, which is obviously a big buzzword these days as we talk (laughs) about gender.
1: I was taught that, by the way. Uh, Well,
0: I'm interested in that because I'm going to use that, Tommy, because I've been, as I have been digging further and further into my own uh, spirituality, and I grew up in the Bible Belt and Christianity. I find myself talking about things that I am putting my faith in that a lot of them do identify more with Christianity than anything else. Yeah. But I don't want that label. Uh, and right. that's, there's a ball of wax to talk. There's there. a ball
1: of wax, but like you, we could also follow the great Maya Angelou. And when people asked her if she was a Christian, she goes, not yet, but I'm working really hard at it. I love that. <laughs> what a great answer. That, and who else can do better than that? <laughs>
0: that is, can't second guess Maya. Uh, That's right. All right. All right. Let's let's end up on. Uh, let's end here. I, I like uh, I really have gotten more and more intrigued every time I do this to ask what are the, when you look at the habits and the routines, of course, everything you do is for, is for your life and for, you know, out of the, the intentional purpose that you have for it. But what are some of the things you do just for Tommy? This is fun, play, hobby, self-care, whatever. It's just, I'm going to do this because it makes Tommy a happy dude.
1: Two things is uh, walk everywhere I can go Cause I have gotten really good at presence. So I find mm. beauty all around me. And even in my own community of Roswell, Georgia, when I walk everywhere, I'm always seeing something new with almost a child's eyes. Mm. Um, Cause if you look at children and watch, their all at the most simple things. I'm so envious of that. I worked intentionally at doing it. It has made me happy. Mm. The second thing I do, if I can be around water, fire or mountains, that's my church. Water, fire, like watching a fire. I call it God's TV. You know, if you ever put on a fire, it's God's TV. Water, fire, and mountains, and being around at those places, being around people who make me better and make me happy, that is my sweet spot. And I hope that's where I fall over When my time ends, that's where where I hope I fall over dead is looking at a fire with great friends,
0: man. That is beautiful. So I have a fire pit at 9,200 feet above sea level at my house. It's waiting for you. Uh, In the in the Rockies, the only water we have though is frozen, so you'll have to deal with that. Which is why we're heading to Florida uh, next week. So um, that's so
1: cool, man. I am uh,
0: kindred spirit with you on many levels, and I thank you for sharing your insight, your heart, and giving us a behind the scenes look at Tommy Breedlove. It's an honor, Tommy. Thank you, brother.
1: Kevin, it's been my pleasure.
0: This should have you inspired. some good ideas for your own success habits and for you guys you may have found some comfort in realizing you're not alone maybe share the show with some other guys or just be the hero and give them the message out of your own mouth again i encourage you check out tommy's book legendary at amazon and you can connect with him at tommybreedlove.com coming up in episode 894 we asked who do you work for? We hear a true and acute story from Zig Ziglar about two men who started with a company at the same time. 20 years later, one was still working for the company. One was the president. It's a stark difference. The reason cited by the one still just working for the company is he merely went to work for the money. So I put this question to the Ziglar audience. I work for blank and ask, who do you work? work for? Who do you do your work for? Who are you serving? Great responses from so many varieties of industries that it really pulls our attention to just exactly what we are all working for.